Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, we've all heard the phrase that entrepreneurs are born, not made. Well, my next guest begs to differ. John Mullins is Associate Professor of Management Practice in Marketing and Entrepreneurship at the London Business School. And his latest book, Break the Rules, The Six Counter-Conventional Mindsets That Can Help Anyone Change the World, is published this month. And I'm delighted to say that John joins me now. John, you're very welcome to Down to Business. Thank you. Nice to be here. Now, John, we we often think... um, that entrepreneurs are some outliers who are born with a particular skill set that makes them unique. And I know that you're going to challenge that uh, for us today. And, and that's what your book is about. But to start us off, what is the mindset that are, is unique to the likes of people like Bill Gates and Richard Branson? What makes them successful entrepreneurs? Well, well, it's many things that make any individual successful. And entrepreneurs turn out to be so diverse that it's not the same things that make all of them successful. So for every uh, brash extrovert like Stelios or or uh, Branson, you have introverts like Michael Dell. For every PhD who created a great tech business, you have an immigrant with apparently low skills, but yet creates a fantastic business. So so entrepreneurs respond to opportunities, and, and the way they do that is, is by having a mindset that lets them do things that come their, that see things that come their way, but respond to those things in a way that's very different from the way, uh, frankly, we teach people in business schools like mine or the way most big companies respond. Now, your contention is that you don't have to be born with this skill set. You can actually teach it to people. Yeah, you can learn them like you can learn anything else. And it's always been a big bugbear of mine that when children are growing up, some people are told you're just creative. You're just really good at history. You're just a really good writer. So um, what led you to to, to this point where you're saying, no, no, actually, we've got to teach this entrepreneurship to people. And how do you go about that? What do you actually teach people? Well, well, I think I got there by doing it. So for the last uh, 25 years, I've been teaching students, MBA students at London Business School. I work with a lot of entrepreneurs in executive ed programs. And, and what I've seen is that when we give entrepreneurs tools to become better entrepreneurs, they put those tools to work because they're highly motivated and and they want to grow their businesses. And when when you teach them good practical things that they can learn and can use, they use them and their businesses grow. So, you know, I've, I, I've learned this uh, through the real world. They one can of, learn. One of the things I really liked about the book, Beyond Its Accessibility, which we'll talk about the structure of it in a second, was that these type of books for me are always are often aimed at the individual. But in this book, it seems that you were looking at a much wider audience here. So this could be helpful for people who are leading teams or employers who want their own staff to be entrepreneurial. I, I think that's right. And, and you, you know, almost every leader in a big business today wants his people to be uh, more entrepreneurial, as they say. They want them to think out of the box and be willing to do new things. Of course, the incentives aren't always aligned with that. Uh, and so it's sometimes hard to get that to happen. But but I think one of the things that this book tries to do is give people in any kind of an organization an understanding of what these six entrepreneurial mindsets are, how they work, and what you can do to learn them. 
Now, in looking at the six um, mindsets, are there one or two that you could pick out just for our listeners this morning to say that these are the ones that you would absolutely have to focus on in order to invoke this sort of entrepreneurial spirit in someone or teach them how to be an entrepreneur? Well, they're they're all situational, so they apply in different kinds of circumstances depending on what you encounter. But but for example, in, in many big companies, when somebody proposes doing something new, one of the first questions asked is, "Well, how big is the market for that? Is it going to move our needle?" Mm. Um, entrepreneurs don't care about moving the needle, at least not at the beginning. They care about solving a problem for some set of customers that has that problem uh, and sees it as an important enough problem that they'll they'll pay for a solution to it. So thinking narrowly about target markets instead of broadly about target markets is one of these six mindsets. And it's perhaps the first one that people in any kind of organizational setting could apply. And what about confidence or bravery? Because somebody could have a great idea, they could have a great solution to a problem, they could spot the gap in the market. How would you teach somebody that element of um, being an entrepreneur? Because it's, 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 re- it's needed, isn't it, to have that ambition and confidence to move out? Uh, well, of course, everybody who wants to move ahead in business need con- needs confidence and bravery. But that's not unique to entrepreneurs. That's true of all kinds of business people. And I don't think I don't think you can necessarily teach that, um, but people can learn it over time by being successful. So the more success you have at doing whatever it is, whether that's playing basketball or or running a business, the more confident you get in your ability to do that going forward. So uh, practice makes perfect, as they say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so you earn the confidence by your own experiences, perhaps. Um, just, John, one of the other areas I wanted to look at, um, and, and it's it's very prevalent in your book that this is the structure of it is sort of like a lecture and the, the tips at the end. But um, can you talk to me about the, the place or the role that you think that teaching entrepreneurship has for education in the future? Well, I don't argue that everybody should be taught to be an entrepreneur. Quite frankly, entrepreneurship isn't for everybody because there's there's risk and involved. There's a heck of a lot of uncertainty involved, and that's not everybody's cup of tea. So what we say at London Business School is we can't just pick somebody walking down the street off, bring them in, dip them in our secret sauce, and, and put them back on the street, and they're magically an entrepreneur. I don't think we can do that. But I think what we can do is where a person has the aspirations to be an entrepreneur, the aspirations to innovate and try new things, we can give those people tools and mindsets that will help them be more successful in doing so. Mm. And that's really our goal. Yeah, not not everybody wants to be Bill Gates, but I went to a very interesting um um, research lecture in a, in a university here in Ireland a number of years ago when I was doing some work there and there was a presentation of research given by some people who came over from Silicon Valley and they were talking about the type of graduates we want to see in the future and beyond the narrow focus of the different industries there was a real sense that as these generations the new generations come out of college they will be 
you know, entrepreneurial in a way that we didn't have to be because they will see themselves as their own products in some ways. And that brings me to this notion that 50% of um, the Gen Zs are are looking to set up their own business. So when you look at that type of prediction for the future, can we afford not to make this part of a curriculum for the future? Well, I think it needs to be part of a curriculum. Uh, but that's different than saying uh, we need to require everybody to study that part of the curriculum. So clearly we have to make these skills available to, to people, but we don't have to force everybody pursue that that line of study or that line of work. People can make their own choices about what's right for them, but we have to make these tools available. You're quite right. No, sure. I mean, the the objective and the ambition has to come from the individual. And, and I get that. But in a general sense, John, what do you think would increase the number of entrepreneurs? What could we do to sort of make more of them within our education system? I, I don't know that our education system is the answer to that, really. Okay. I, I, I think uh, so. When I came to the UK in 2001, entrepreneurship was a dirty word. Nobody, no parent wanted their kid to be an entrepreneur. That has changed in in these last 20 or so years, and I think it's changed for a number of reasons. It's changed because of the role models like Richard Branson. It's changed from television shows like Dragon's Den, where people see that these these entrepreneurs are pretty interesting people and they're having a lot of fun. So I think role models is one way that this is going to change. And another way is when organizations begin to build cultures that are more receptive to entrepreneurial kinds of thinking. That will create change as well. Mm. I don't see it as being education driven. Mm. Yeah, we have to make it available, but I don't think we're going to drive it. It comes back to that um, idea that the book may be not just geared towards the individual then, but managers who are also trying to inculcate that more entrepreneurial spirit within their organisations. Well, I have to say it's a very accessible and fascinating uh, book. Um, It's one of the Financial Times must-reads for 2023. It's called Break the Rules, the Six Counter-Conventional Mindsets of Entrepreneurs. And I was joined by John Mullins, who's the best-selling author and professor of management practice at London Business School. Thank you so much, John, for taking the time uh, to be with us today on Down to Business. And thank you for having me. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.